Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on the Odyssey app. 53 degrees and mostly cloudy at 510 here on this Friday, January 26th, 2024. And what does Friday mean at the 5 o'clock hour? Well, it's time for Do I Have a Case with Keith Figured of the Figured Law Group. Keith, thanks for joining the Rob O'Donnell Show today. My pleasure, Rob. <laughs> Uh, what do we have today? Let me see. Uh, first question. Can you please give an overview of Pennsylvania's Stand Your Ground and Castle Doctrine laws? Are they one and the same? All right. So so they are not one and the same. And again, this is another complex question and can vary depending on the facts of the situation. Um, but to give somewhat of an overview, um, the difference between Stand Your Ground and the Castle Doctrine is that um, with the castle doctrine, if you feel threatened or are attacked in your quote, I guess, say castle or home, and I believe for purposes of Pennsylvania, it's, and I have to check on this, uh, but I believe it's your home, your place of work, and your vehicle, um, that in those instances, you shouldn't be forced to retreat from the attacker, and you can use deadly force to protect yourself from kidnapping, sexual assault, harm, or death. However, the rule doesn't apply if you're the initial attacker or the intruder is clearly harmless. Um, so again, there is some little nuances and exceptions. Now the stand your ground rule is a little different. And in terms of standing your ground, in those instances, there also has to be a justification for the use of deadly force, but there's also additional exceptions such that in those situations, the attacker um, or the person uh, used force against displayed a weapon or firearm capable of deadly use, you as um, the individual had reasonable belief that force or deadly force was necessary to protect yourself from sexual assault, kidnapping, or death, and you were legally at the location where the attack occurred. So I guess, I mean, the bottom line is if you're in a situation where you feel your life is uh, threatened, I guess most people are familiar with the saying, it's better to be judged by 12 than to be carried by six. But at the same time, you really got to be careful as far as what actions you take. And in terms of speaking with an officer, it would always be best to contact an attorney and uh, proceed in that way so you know how to best protect yourself as well as any evidence in that type of situation. Great advice there. Great advice. Second question. Um, it's my understanding that you can gift a handgun to an immediate family member under Pennsylvania law. Is there any documentation that should accompany this, like a notarized letter, or is it a media family relationship enough in itself? All right. So in terms of this question, for an immediate family, uh, family member, you can skip the transfer as required if it was anybody else. And in particular, um, you, there's certain long guns that you can also transfer between non-relatives that you don't need uh, to do the transfer of the paperwork. Um, but a handgun is always required to do the transfer with the exception of what is considered uh, an immediate family member or a spouse, which would be a spouse, child, grandchild, parent, uh, or grandparent. Now, as far as the particular paperwork that is concerned, there's really not much I believe that you could really have, I mean, other than possibly making a copy of the person's license. Um, now, although you do not need to do the transfer for a family member, it's important to understand that the reason a lot of times these transfers are done and the background check 
ran is to make sure the person that you're transferring the gun to is capable of owning it. Because even if it's a family member, if you give that gun to a person that's been precluded uh, for whatever reason or is not able to have that gun, you could be held both criminally and civilly liable. Um, so it is always, even though it's allowed to be done, um, it's always in the best interest to transfer because even when you do transfer that gun to a family member, depending on what family member you're giving it to, that gun is always going to remain registered to your name and it's always going to come back to you um, to the extent that something is either the gun stolen or used in a crime. All right, great advice there. And and just on a side of questions, things I've seen throughout my career is if you give that gun when that person is 22, let's say, and then they're 30 or 40 down the road, maybe have committed a crime between the time you gave it and the time then that gun is still in your name and now they're not eligible to possess that firearm. Absolutely. Now, I don't know that if subsequently they became uneligible that they would uh, be in trouble, uh, but if I know for certain if it was at the time, but the, the main concern is, as you had said, that uh, gun would remain in that individual's name for basically um, forever unless that individual then went to sell it and then transferred it um, out of, of that original name. Got it. Got it. Thank you, Keith. Um, last question here today. And again, they're shorter questions today, but they're just as, as complex as previous weeks. So you, <laughs> you're not getting off the hook. Uh, with the cost of auto insurance ever increasing, can you give an overview of what's called tort coverage? What's full tort versus partial tort versus no tort? All right. So initially, um, just to clarify, in Pennsylvania, insurance companies offer full tort coverage, which gives covered individuals the right to sue in court for full damages and limited tort coverage, which rich, uh, restricts the ability to sue for pain and suffering. And basically what that means and the difference is between the two, and there's only those two that are offered, is that under the full tort, it basically provides protections for you as a driver if somebody hits you to be able to sue or to recover all of the damages that are applicable under uh, that claim. Whereas if you limit your tort, you limit, and it's primarily the non-economic or the pain and suffering, loss of life, pleasures, those types of damages that you would be uh, precluded from recovering unless you met a certain uh, threshold, which is defined by the corresponding insurance company's contract. And basically, if you overcome that threshold, then you can still overcome um, that limited tort. Now, um, I always and whether it be a family member or otherwise would advise them to get the full torque because it's usually not that much more and it provides additional protections for you as a driver, uh, which a lot of times in PA, if the other person that hits you, a lot of times they don't have sufficient damages or coverage in and of itself. Um, and then one other thing, as far as there are exceptions where even if you do have limited tort in Pennsylvania, if a drunk driver caused the accident and they're convicted or go through an ARD program, that would allow you to uh, forego the limited tort. An uninsured driver, if they hit you under Pennsylvania, would be an exception. Car registered in another state. Now, in, in that particular instance, it's not where the driver is from that controls, but rather where the car is registered. And then if it's a commercial vehicle or a motorcycle, and then if it's a pedestrian or bicycle rider that's hurt by an automobile, they would all be exceptions to that limited tort. Oh, great information there again. Uh, Keith, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, how do they do that? All right, they can contact me directly at 570-954-9299. 
All right, and you can contact me at robert.odonnell at odyssey.com to submit your questions to Keith, and we'll get them to me the next week or the week after, depending on how many we get. Keith, I appreciate you joining the Rob O'Donnell Show this week. It's my pleasure, Rob, and like I said, always a pleasure. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Take care. Thanks. Um, Great advice there. Uh, Got some text messages. Um, Does PA register the gun to a name? Uh, I understand PA does not have a registry for serial numbers. Well, when you transfer, when, when you do a transfer through a federal firearms dealer, and I'm not going to get into the legal questions there, but when you, when, you, when you purchase a gun or transfer it to a federal firearm dealer, yes, it is transferred. That, that's a specific firearm with serial number with everything is transferred. And this is, this is a federal, a federal firearm licensed dealer would have to do that transfer. So Pennsylvania does not, the, the federal government does, so the ATF can track. So it, I know if you gift a firearm to a family member, if something happens that's lost or used in a crime or whatever it's run by the ATF, then it'll come back to your name, your address when you purchase the gun because there's no official transfer to your child or loved one or immediate family member. So, no, Pennsylvania does not have one of those registries, but the federal government does. That's why when you purchase a gun, a background check needs to be done, and you have to fill, go through an FFL. And when you transfer one, it has to go through an FFL. So, um, you know, that's that's there with that. Let me uh, tell you a little bit about BudgetBlinds.com. BudgetBlinds.com, you go to the website, you, you, look, you schedule an appointment. Tom or Rick in our area... They're the best. They're going to contact you. They're going to work with your schedule to do it. What what works for you? You're going to go to them. They're going to go to you. Whichever whatever works. That's that's going to happen. They are the leader in custom window treatments. You, you think blinds? All right, yeah, no big deal. You don't really think about them till you need them. Um, listen, a, a happy happy wife, happy life. That's really gone on since this has happened. more options from the big box stores. They had options we never even knew existed. They came with their binders. It literally had to be wheeled in on a cart. And then they started bringing samples out. And they broke the samples up. They held them up to our window. We sat back. We listened. We looked looked how much we liked it. We compared it to the wall colors, to the wood trim. Um, how much transparency there was, what kind of UV protection there was. I mean, we were down to shades that were so similar, but when you held them up to the light, they were totally different because I could see silhouettes, I could see the background in my backyard, but you can't see in. Budget Blinds is proud to offer the best warranty program in the industry, including their no-questions-asked guarantee, which means you're going to save money. I'm telling you, BudgetBlinds.com, reach out to them. You will not be disappointed, and I'm telling you, the options are outrageous you're 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 looking at 90 percent more options than you would get at your big box stores it's the way to go it's 521 here at wilk thank you Rob. time for traffic and weather thank you very much this pentella data internet traffic update looks like uh, there was an accident 81 northbound scranton area uh with debris in the road they're cleaning that up you're coming to just about a standstill right around montage mountain road davis street to watch for slowing starting around music a little bit of heavy traffic on bernie avenue in music we're seeing some bumper to bumper traffic on blakely street in dunmore as well and davis street in scranton whenever you see a traffic problem call our Jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone from the WILK Traffic Center with this Pentella Data Internet Traffic Update. We have a whole center? 
Yeah, show me where the center is one day. <laughs> I think is there like teletypes going and maps on the wall and everybody? Yes, it's, yes. It's, you've never. I'm, you're oh, not welcome. In I'm not. There. I'm not allowed to. I'm not, not part of that you're, club. You're not privy to that. That is a top secret room. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. There you Just go. like get smart. She twists something on her shoe and a wall opens. Yes. And there's a whole center. Uh huh. You got like eight people with phone banks there calling. And taking the calls, listening to scanners, yep. and th- yeah, that's that's exactly. why you have that headset that you just get an update all the uh-huh. time as you walk. You just I'm walking like the Secret right Service. Mm-hmm. Great things going See? on here. But See? You're, this is one thing in your life you are not privy to. No, I mean you've already been on the inside of law enforcement and all that right? other stuff that I'm not privy to. Right. You get all so. that traffic command center, and I get weather <laughs> on a piece of paper from <laughs> Kurt Aaron. Oh. That's never accurate. No, that's no. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Kidding. It's got Aaron. a fifty percent chance of being accurate. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I I really do like you, Kurt Aaron. I do. I'm I'm kidding. <laughs> Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, cloudy and mild with spotty fog, low 42. Saturday, cloudy and mild, high near 50. Saturday night, cloudy with a chance of rain, low 37. Sunday, a wintry mix changing to all snow, high 41 early in the day. Monday, breezy, colder with some snow showers and flurries, high of 38. Tuesday, breezy and colder, high 39. Wednesday, breezy with flurries, high 37. It's currently 53 degrees and cloudy here at 523, your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 53 degrees and cloudy outside at 525. 525. I uh, have some breaking news. The Border Patrol Union says it will not start arresting Texas National Guard members for following their lawful order. The Texas National Guard rank-and-file Border Patrol agents work together and respect each other's jobs, period. If Texas National Guard members have lawful orders, then they have to carry out those orders. And that's coming directly from the Border Patrol Union to its Border Patrol members. So, um I believe the Biden administration gave them a deadline. That deadline was 1 o'clock this afternoon. Passed. More National Guard, Texas National Guard, and Department of Public Safety have been there, adding more Constantine wire and more barriers. And the Border Patrol Union says it will not start arresting Texas National Guard members for following their lawful orders. And they continued to say Texas National Guard and rank-and-file Border Patrol agents work together and respect each other's jobs, period. If Texas National Guard members have lawful orders, then they need to carry out those orders. So that's where we stand now. And like I said, there were 25 governors as of earlier today that are supporting Texas in this matter. Um, And some of them are sending resources to Texas to assist them with their Border Patrol. And I saw that Texas is even expanding outside of that park that was in question now. Now, again, the Supreme Court order says that the Border Patrol can remove the wiring when needed in that park. So not only did they add more wire there, but they've added wire, I believe, 20 miles to the west of that park as well now. So they're expanding the barrier, and believe me, there's there's an entire stretch there that does not have any barrier. This has just been one of the hot spots where illegal aliens have been crossing. Now, if you look at the Biden administration as a whole, you look at the 1.7 million gotaways plus the 10 million that have entered the country illegally under this so-called asylum rule where they give them court cases, court dates anywhere from three to seven years in the future— 
you're looking at um, 10,000 illegal aliens a day under the Biden administration that have entered this country. 10,000 a day in the just over 1,100 days that Joe Biden's been in office. That's what that comes to. Just about 10,000 per day illegal aliens entering our country. 1.7 million gotaways. You add about half that for gotaways that we know nothing about. Known gotaways means we had some sort of surveillance, some, some kind of eyes on, be it surveillance, be it infrared, be it, hey, 10 people got out of this van and we didn't catch anyone. Uh, that's what got, known gotaways are. There are also the ones they don't know. And it's estimated to be anywhere to double that known gotaways, which is 1.7 million, and to side on the cautious conservative route. I'll go half that. You're still looking at about 3 million known gotaways. If only 1% of those have nefarious intents, that's 30,000. 30,000 people that wish to do us harm in America. We talked about the incident with the gift cards from the Chinese nationals um, that were, it's a big operation with other individuals this is how illegal enterprises make money to fund nefarious acts this is how they sustain themselves this is how they get their infrastructure built up here by doing illegal things that's how the mob did it that's how gangs do it that's how the cartels do it that's how it's done and we need to uh get a grip on this before something happens here in america that we don't want to have happen again but that's the update from the border the border patrol Union says that they will not be arresting the Department of Public Safety or National Guard in Texas now. So where do we go from here? We'll have to see. And like I said, 25 states have supported Texas. We'll see if that number grows. The majority of Americans have an issue with this illegal immigration. Our cities are at their breaking point. Our Democrat-run cities are at their breaking point mostly. Now, they haven't changed their sanctuary status, but... We'll see. Who knows? Let's go to the phones. We have uh, Jim from Wilkes-Barre on Democrats. Jim. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was sitting down scratching myself the other day thinking about all the things that the Democrats have screwed up. And I've got a list. But it's all encompassing. It encompasses everything we do in this country. Um, we could start with the border. Everybody can tell that that's obviously busted beyond repair. Look what they've done to their cities. Our public schools are in the crapper. Look at what's going on with our universities, our energy policy, policing. The Democrats have screwed up entire states. And the best example of that is what used to be literally a paradise on earth. If you couldn't make it in this state, you couldn't make it anywhere. And that state is California. I mean, is there anything that the Democrats get their grubby little fingers into that they don't screw up? Um, I mean, California definitely—it's a nice place to visit, but uh, you know, other than that, uh, it's amazing how how things have gotten there. It's amazing. Well, I mean, the Democrats like to tell me how wonderful California is, how it has the biggest economy in the country. Well, what they don't tell you is is that. For almost for more than 10 years or pretty close to 10 years, California has, according to the U.S. Census Supplemental Poverty Index, California has led the nation in poverty for almost 10 years. It's got 50 percent of the nation's homeless. 
It's got 12% of the nation's population, but 35% of the nation's welfare recipients. It's got, what's its state debt up to, $69 billion? It's it's incredible, and you look. I mean, it, you you would think this illegal aliens ten thousand a day under the Biden administration would be something that could bring America together to say, listen, enough's enough. They're bankrupting our cities. They're bankrupting our states. Every single state in this nation is now a border state, with 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 thousands, tens of thousands of illegal aliens entering, taking resources away from our children, our families. Um, and most of which under this guise of asylum that are never going to ever qualify for it. They're bending the laws. They're just allowing this influx. They're ignoring it. They're creating this. Right now, we have a standoff with Border Patrol and Texas National Guard over securing the sovereignty of our nation. You would think this is something that would bring us together. And, and it's not. You have an administration that just wants to ignore it. And you have a, a, you know people that call this show, people that text, people that talk on the TV all the time that say, hey, there's no problem, nothing go- nothing wrong. Well, and, you know, they've imported – here's another point. For years, for a couple of decades at least, they were telling us that there are, were or are 11 million illegal aliens in this country. Joe Biden personally has imported 11 million – illegal aliens into this country in just three years, doubling, doubling the number of illegal aliens in this country in just three years. 10,000 a day, Jim. We're going to have to leave it there. I'm up against the news. All right. Thanks, Jim. Thanks for calling. Have a good weekend. Yes, sir. It's uh, 533 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Nancy Kamen. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 54 degrees and cloudy at 539. Um, Looking at this breaking news out of, it's not breaking, it happened earlier, but they're just publishing it now. And from Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, the uh, Metropolitan D.C. Police Department arrested a 9-year-old and a 13-year-old for attempting to rob a woman with a knife. Where are we at as a society? Where are we at? Where's parents? Where's responsibility here? Detectives from the Metropolitan Police Department, 1st District, have arrested two juveniles who attempted to rob a woman at the 500 block of 10th Street, Northeast, on Friday, January 26th, at approximately 12.40 a.m. So a nine-year-old... Out at almost 1 in the morning. The suspects approached a woman at the listed location. One of the suspects assaulted the victim and attempted to grab the victim's purse. The victim pepper sprayed one of the suspects. The other suspect produced a knife and lunged at the victim multiple times. The victim was able to call 911. The responding officers arrested both suspects. A 9-year-old juvenile male and a 13-year-old juvenile male, both of Northeast D.C. were arrested and charged with assault and intent to commit a robbery while armed, a knife. We need to get a grasp on this. Um, A 9-year-old and a 13-year-old robbing a woman at 1 o'clock in the morning with a knife. And kudos to her for having pepper spray and, from all accounts, fighting them off. I mean, they were kids, but... 
this is getting out of control. We're arresting 14-year-olds and 16-year-olds here in our area, 9-year-olds and 13-year-old juveniles down in Washington. Parents really need to take control of their family. I understand, well, a lot of times parents aren't in the picture. And Well, listen, we need to do something here. Someone needs to step up. And I understand there's a ton of grandparents out there that are raising kids. There's aunts and uncles raising kids. There's single parents raising kids. Obviously, we're failing in, in some part. We need to do something better. A 9-year-old and a 13-year-old, it's just pathetic. And something needs to change because you're going to see these kids either dead very shortly or career criminals. And either way, it doesn't work out better, better for society. It's uh, 542 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. Hey, thanks, Rob. It looks like we have that accident on 81 Northbound. If it's not a new accident causing some issues, uh, yeah, it, they're still, it's the same accident. They're still clearing it up. It's still backed up. You can expect to come to a near stop around Montage Mountain Road, Davis Street. Watch for slowing starting around uh, the music area. Lots of heavy traffic on Main Avenue and Taylor as well. Bernie Avenue and Music has tons of traffic. Uh, North Kaiser Avenue in Scranton uh, also with some traffic. Um, Wooksbury's looking pretty good with, oh no, never mind, just happened, this just in, a major accident reported on Route 115 northbound uh, in the Wooksbury area though, not the one right out here. Uh, so you might have some issues right around the um, Horton Street area of 115 and the 309. So that looks like that could be pretty nasty. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's a Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, cloudy and mild with spotty fog, low 42. Saturday, cloudy and mild, high near 50. Saturday uh, night, cloudy with a chance of rain, low 37. Sunday, wintry mix, changing to all snow, a high of 40. That's going to be earlier in the day. Monday, breezy and cooler with some snow showers and flurries, high 38. Tuesday, breezy and colder, high 39. Wednesday, breezy with some flurries, high 37. It's currently... Uh, what do we got, Nikki? We got right. more. So this is it. That accident like that I was trying to figure out where it was <laughs> because I wasn't in my traffic central location <laughs> is by Blackman Street in Route 309. So that is causing a backup in both directions around Blackman Street in Wilkesbury. And then we did have another minor accident uh, right around 115, but that seems to not be causing any problems. So there you go. Just wanted to be accurate on that. You might want to avoid Route 309 around Blackman Street in Wilkesbury because that could be pretty ugly. There you go. Thank you, Nikki. Now you go back to your team of uh, experts at the command center, <laughs> traffic control it center. Yeah. It's uh, 54 degrees and cloudy here at 545 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 54 degrees and cloudy here at 549. I think one of those illegal aliens just followed me on uh, on Facebook. Kwabi Darlington lives in Guyana from Bangkok, Thailand. Just followed me on, on Facebook. So I guess I uh, got one of the... 
One of those 10,000 crosses. And the numbers for December just came out. Over 300,000 illegal aliens crossed into America in the month of December. The numbers were just released today. That is 10,000 a day. So uh, think of that. Just just let that soak in a little bit here. 10,000 a day. It's unbelievable. And, and then you deal with the, the, the nonsense that's going on here. And you see California wants to pass a law that they're going to limit your vehicles to only 10 miles per hour over their highest posted speed limit. So if their highest posted speed limit, no matter what kind of vehicle you have, their highest posted speed limit is uh, 70, your car will be restricted to 80 miles per hour. That's it. Maximum. That's what uh, you know. California is looking to do. It just came out today in the news. Here you have, uh, and this was already overturned. It was halted in California. But Chicago's officials are looking at an ordinance that effectively banned the use of natural burning gas stoves in new buildings, which Mayor Brandon Johnson said would be a step forward. A legal challenge to a similar measure out of California recently was successful and that the law was halted. Chicago ordinance, which would still need to be heard and voted on by the Chicago City Council, states that energy sources in new buildings would require a lower emissions threshold, which would limit the use of natural gas. The switch would ban items such as gas stoves and other heating devices in new buildings, including gas fireplaces, propane fireplaces, and such like that, and gas stoves. So when they say they're not coming for your gas stoves, are they really not coming? I don't know. And one of the other things I uh, wanted to bring up is uh, taxpayers are now supporting more than half of the L.A. to Vegas high-speed rail costs. Now, I bring this up because there's a lot of talk of the Scranton to New York rail service coming here. The Los Angeles to Las Vegas private rail project has earned the ability to issue another $2.5 billion in tax-free public activity bonds, the federal government announced this week. The approval brings the project total government-supported funding to approximately $6.5 billion, more than half the project's estimated cost. is being funded by taxpayers. And these rail services have also have often become the albatross you know, they say one cost, and we know that's not the number it's going to be. There's always more. There's always this happened, that happened. We didn't account for this. We didn't account for that. And who do they come for for, for more money? You or I, because we are the only fun way they get money. It's as simple as that. The 218-mile Brigantine project is projected to cost $12 billion and take 11.1 million passengers on a one-way trip each year and be completed by 2028. Los Angeles Olympics. It'll be the uh, built the and operate the only privately owned, private operated intercity passenger rail in the U.S. connecting Miami to Orlando. The Department of Transportation is authorized by Congress to help building projects issue thirty billion in private activity bonds each year. So uh, again, back to the taxpayer coffers, where we're going to fund half that bill. Oh, let me go to the phones. We have uh, Lorraine from Hazleton on illegal immigration. Lorraine. Well, you don't have to sell me on getting scary and this and that and in my face because it is getting scarier by the day. I was watching Fox News last night, 
and I was a nervous wreck about like invasion and this and that. They're using those words, and I'll tell you, we're going to be pushed. Now, I'm not a political person, but it's not that I'm stupid that I don't understand what's going on. I said we're going to be pushed out of our own country because, I mean, you go to a hospital emergency room like I heard on the radio yesterday. I don't remember who said it, but the wait is horrific there. And um, listen, um, I always said after 9-11, and now I said the terrorists, now I'm going to terrorists, which they said they're coming across here too from, you know, the other countries. But I said they're living here among us. I said it way back then so they could infiltrate anything and they could, you know, sabotage our food supply, the water, they could poison it and, and, and anything that they want to do. And look at it's been done. How many times food has been contaminated and you never heard of so much stuff going on like that before. I just have vague uh, opinions, Rob, and um, I think you get the picture I'm coming from. I'm, I'm scared and I don't like it. Well, I, you know what? I, I'm, I'm concerned. Scared? I, I, I wouldn't be scared yet. Uh, but 10,000 a day, uh, we're looking at 10 million plus the known gotaways. Like I said, if, if only 1%, and, and I, I think that's a, that's a low number. If 1% have nefarious intents, if 1% are just criminals, I mean, it causes issues here. Um, and I'm not talking about terrorism. I'm talking about just everyday crime. But with well, the with the amount of people, with the age demographic, with where they're coming from, if everyone, if anyone thinks that there is no one who's gotten in with the nefarious intents to harm American interests, harm Americans, they're sadly mistaken. Um, and, and and I hope it doesn't come to anything. But with the amount of people coming in, it's only a matter of time before something happens. Well, I know that, and that's what I mean by scared. I mean, okay, you you know the ins and outs of everything more than I do. You 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 you've lived it, and you've been there. But um, in the future, and it's here now. You know, they say, oh, it's going to be in your backyard. It is here. It's yep. it's right here in our neighborhoods. Well, we're and, in. Um, what? Gonna have to wrap it up because um, I got Jake looking okay. at me through the window. It's five fifty-six, so. Okay, well, I just had to get off my chest. And another thing, just real quick, when a juvenile does something and they don't want to print their name, if they're old enough to commit the crime, they're old enough to have it in the paper, their names. That's my opinion. Uh, you know what? Maybe if we don't, per we don't put the juvenile's name in the paper, well, let's put their parents' name in the paper. Yeah, but you know what? In this day and age, though, Rob, yeah. Okay, put both in, but I mean, I hear you. you. The parents aren't. Res I mean, a nine-year-old and a thirteen-year-old. The parents are responsible, though. Um, yeah, but when they get out in the street and they go to school, you know, they're influenced, and then anyway, and then what about the parents too these days? No, I hear Sometimes. you, Lorraine. Lorraine, you have okay, a great weekend. Thank you. It's uh, five fifty-seven. We'll be back. Well, that's it for the Rob O'Donnell Show on this Friday, January 26, 2024. 53 degrees and cloudy outside coming up on 6 o'clock. Um, listen, I I just got a text message from someone else. My advice is um, stop watching a lot. I mean, get your news, but don't watch a lot of news. Don't watch too much news. I try and news out while I'm on off or on the weekends uh, myself because it just it gets to you. There's just too much going on. 
Something's going to happen, but let's try and take care of each other while we're at it. Be responsible for our kids. Treat our kids right. Tell them to treat others right. It's uh, coming up on 6 o'clock here. God bless. Be safe. And we'll do it again next week.